Hi, and welcome to Hack the Net, where every week we de- delve into the recesses <laughs> of the internet to find the- anything that's even comprehensible or entertaining. I'm Matt Harris. We waited that time until yeah, you yeah. messed up to laugh. No, I'm Jeff Kowalski. I was doing fine. I had a momentary hesitation, and then you went, Bwah! which did not help me to, to recover. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm Jeff Ice Spirit Kowalski. Oh my, I'm Louisa Fire. <laughs> Wait a minute, why do I get fucked with? I'm not the one who did it. Yeah, I got my you messed up just now. You hesitated, and apparently mm. on this show, whenever any of us hesitates, the others eat them like hyenas. <laughs> yeah. Should we start over? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't think we should, and even if we tried to, I would put all of this in the episode. Now, I realize that Lion King, the live-action Lion King, is coming out already later this year, so probably they've already cast the hyenas, but is it too late for us to throw our hats into the ring? Oh, yeah. That's a very good idea. Is Keegan-Michael Key voicing one of them? I feel like that's true. I can't compete with that. Okay, you two and Keegan-Michael Key as the hyenas. Okay. Can we get Jonathan Taylor Thomas back as Simba? Uh, (laughs) No, some some child is playing young Simba. Ah. Some child no one's ever heard of. Damn it. Sounds a lot like Jonathan Taylor Thomas to me. Mm. Burn on that child actor. Uh, I really wish that this Lion King was directed by Julie Taymor and full of, like, puppets and costumes instead of photorealistic CGI lions, which is the most boring choice possible. Yeah, she did a really great job with Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. Oh, was that man. Her? I loved hearing about that. Yeah, of course it was her. <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought. Oh, man. I love that that completely tanked her not terrible stage directing career. <laughs> like, the Lion King on stage is supposed to be spectacular because she designed it. Hey, spoilers, I've seen it twice. It's bad. <laughs> I mean, I don't particularly care for Lion King the movie. Um, I thought acro- I, I thought Across the Universe was a visually interesting film that she directed. What I especially don't care for is actors, like, real their real human bodies less than 100 feet away from me trying to be serious while wearing a dumb bird on their head. <laughs> <laughs> like cats. So you hate cats also. Yes, of yeah, course. I, I hate cats myself, so yeah. <laughs> I agreed. That's coming back, right? Yes. Fucking, uh, I think why? they're doing a movie or like a one of those live ones, and I feel like Taylor Swift is in it. Like a dog returneth to his vomit, so Broadway returns to cats. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's Eric Andre, someone I've never heard of, and Keegan-Michael Key as the hyenas. Who's That's, Eric uh, Andre again? Uh, he's the guy who's yelling on the meme where it says, let me in, in front of the White House. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for contexting it with memes for me. <laughs> yep, uh, that's the only way I can do it. Yeah, he's the, he's the one who shoots Hannibal Barris and then says, Oh, right, okay. who would do this? Yeah, yeah, Hannibal yeah, yeah. Barris is labeled my grades and, uh... <laughs> The gun, the gun is labeled uh, me slip- not doing oh, wait, my are homework. Are doing a cross promo with your <laughs> meme explainer podcast? Uh-huh. <laughs> and then the caption says, uh, "How could Mr. Kowalski do this to my grade?" <laughs> uh, you need to start making memes for your students. That'd that you really throw them that out. one. That one was genuinely one shared that a student had made for a teacher in one of my Facebook groups for teachers that I'm in. Oh man, students are really fun. <laughs> Wouldn't you get fired if you did an entire lesson in memes? Uh, no. Uh, lots of people put, like, GIFs on their slides and stuff. I didn't say put a GIF in your slides. I said the entire <laughs> lesson. Every slide is a meme. Yeah, that would be fine. 
Oh man, you should do that. I bet you'd be the the best teacher. Everyone would think you're the best teacher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what you want, right? I have Kids major. Cool. Uh, my main thing is I have major personality defects that present prevent that from being true. Mm, but have you considered bringing in dum dum lollipops for everyone? Mm, yeah, bribe them. <laughs> yeah, you know what though? Your mental problems, Jeff. They also keep you super in touch with what teens like. I feel like you're the teacher who knows the most about what teens are currently into. Uh, thank you, and I'm offended. <laughs> yeah, you could, be, you could be hunched like a vulture over those teens enjoying their culture. <laughs> oh no, is this a rap now? <laughs> yep. I realized that rhymed after yeah. I started saying it. Um, I realize also now, Louisa, that you Hi. and I forgot to tell Jeff our plan for a theme to the things that oh, got right. us through this week. So, oh, yeah. what we should do is... Louisa, you and I will go, and then Jeff, we'll see if you can pick up on the theme. Yeah. Okay, I really hope I do, because I absolutely don't know what I'm going to talk about otherwise. Good, this is great. This is yeah, why this we is came up good. with the theme in the first place. Louisa, why don't you start? Tell me about what you experienced this week. I watched the Nintendo Direct from E3, and there were lots of super exciting things in it, but I want to talk about the Breath of the Wild sequel that was hinted at. I can't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Almost no information is given, time or specific game content or anything, but we see... We see so many <laughs> blurry things. It's hard mm-hmm. to know what the through line is. But we see can I, oh. we see Link and Zelda go into some kind of tomb. Possibly there. Can I explore. say you're skipping over the best part of this trailer, Tell which me. is that weird, squeaky, creepy sound that's just happening in the background mm-hmm. through the whole thing? Oh God! As also, soon as I started playing, I was like, I don't know what this game is, but it sounds fucking awesome. The mu- fun fact: the music in the background of it is the original. Legend of Zelda game over music played backwards. Oh, creepy as hell. (laughs) That's so good. Like, that's not even a recognizable tune. That's so fun. Yeah. So this is a bit like describing a dream because none of the scenes connect to any of the other scenes, so I can't tell you what is happening. But they're exploring, and then you see the world's all dark, and you see the castle rise up into the air, Hyrule Castle, with, like, green sparkles around it, and there's one of those creepy mummies, and it seems to be dead, but then it turns its head to look at you, and it's got red glowing eyes, and there's a big hand with gold jewelry on it. (laughs) So have you guys seen all of the fan theories about who that, uh, who the villain is going to be? Yeah. I've I've read a bunch of of stuff that I didn't, like, notice and realize. Do you want me to guess before you reveal what you've read? Uh, I mean, I have, I don't know all of them, but I have one that is my favorite. I think I just, I haven't read anything. I think it's Midna from the Twilight Princess, because it's uh, a really pale arm with a bunch of square jewelry on it, like that character wears. But that mummy is? Oh, no, no. Yeah, she's making a guess about the ghostly arm that uh, steals Link when he gets grabbed by that ghoulie. Yeah. The mummy, I guess, I'm going to say I think it's Ganon, but I don't think it's Ganon. Yeah, I think it's got to be Ganondorf, but go on, Matt. Here's what I think and like from the things that I read. A lot of people are saying that that uh, mummy is the mummy of the first Link from the, like, the original Zelda game. Oh, I don't like that at all. (laughs) He was a hero who died fighting Ganon and then was, like, interred 
underground, and now wow. he's been driven insane over centuries, and I love that. Yeah, I, I saw a theory that talked about um, how the beginning of Breath of the Wild says, like, 10,000 years ago, a hero rose up, but the hero they show looks like a pig man, and, like, has a jewel on his head, and, like, it looks like Ganon. It looks like every cartoon of Ganon. Uh, so the theory is that this is a heroic Ganondorf from the past. Um, that, that that it's that hero from the, like, 10,000 years earlier. Yeah, how about this, tying in with the uh, other games, and I don't think Breath of the Wild mentioned this, although they might have, uh, that uh, Ganon was the rare uh, male child born to the Gerudo, and yeah. what if this was the last one born a thousand years ago, 10,000 years ago, whatever? Yeah, it could be. Uh, here's the thing. I don't like the idea of it being a reincarnation of Ganondorf, because there thus far has only ever been one of him. Mm-hmm. Like, Link and yeah. Zelda reincarnate all the time, but Ganon, he just gets, like, revived, but it's always the same guy. Yeah. And he's gotten his soul split into pieces and put back together a few times. This is they, his they last that resort. Papa Roach song yes! about it. Jeff, yeah, put that song at the end of the episode. Yeah, I will. <laughs> Uh, I would love for it to be the Gerudo King from before Ganon. I think that would be really cool. Yeah, I think either the Gerudo King or... Boy, I, I just hate I how you guys are pronouncing Gerudo. What's uh, that? I'm not going to say it that way. I hate how you guys are pronouncing Gerudo. No, it's G-E. I'm not going to pronounce it Gerudo. Yeah, that's it doesn't how it's matter. Sounds, hey, it's all so, stupid. Though. It's all stupid made up bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, I still am much more in favor, because a lot of people are comparing this to Majora's Mask in a lot of ways, including that it is a direct sequel as opposed to a reincarnation of mm-hmm. the the hero. Um, yeah, also, even, the, even the director compared it. He said, um, he said that it's going to be slightly darker than Majora's Mask. Yeah, mm-hmm. and in the same way that Majora's Mask, a lot of people think, is a story about what happens to Link after he dies, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I would love there to be a similar thing here of, like, this new Link finding out what happens to heroes of time, or heroes of light, or whatever, the the bearers of the Triforce of Courage after they die, and how you eventually just go insane and become a villain. I guess so. I also <laughs> like the idea, maybe, that this will be connected to Breath of the Wild in the way that Link Between Worlds was connected to Link to the Past, where it's sort of a continuation of the story, but that it also deals with low rule, and maybe we're seeing something like low rule. I think yeah. that it's going I think that it's literally the same Link and Zelda. I don't think that it's connected in that way where it's like the same world but a new <gasps> new ones. I guess I would love to see Princess Hilda though. Oh my god. Maybe <laughs> the only. mummy is Princess Hilda. No, I don't like that. <laughs> Yeah. Well, wasn't wasn't Midna basically Princess Hilda? I don't know. Mm, I like the idea of the Dark Realm, the Twilight Realm, and Low Rule all being the same place. And yes. I think it's safe to say that Low Rule and the Dark Realm are the same place. But I don't know about the Twilight Realm. Yeah. Um. I I did see a theory about it connecting more directly to Breath of the Wild's uh, unanswered lore questions like um, the the ancient people that don't exist anymore who made the barbarian armor. There's the like Sheikah? a bunch... Oh. Uh, no, no, who made the barbarian armor. Okay. Uh, they have their own like um, motifs throughout the system. Uh, mm-hmm. System. Throughout the world. And the like, star system. <laughs> like they invented yeah. horse motorcycles. Uh, uh-huh, <laughs> That's yeah, the that Sheikah. Them. That's the Sheikah, though. 
Yeah. Yeah, the there's like the the labyrinth ruins in the four corners are hinted at being them. Um mm-hmm. and then they there's a bunch of like mentions of them mysteriously disappearing and people are saying that maybe they're the twilight uh, the twilight who in twilight princess are said to have been banished to the twilight realm from hyrule mm. a long time ago so yeah, anyway i love it whatever they do i think i'll, I'll enjoy it so i'm super excited as long as, they don't do some- as long as they don't do something to drastically change the mechanics which i don't think they will because they realize that, that that's the main thing that i think people love about it mm-hmm. um the thing that bothers me about i've never played majora's mask all the way through because i think i've mentioned it on this podcast before but the mechanics of it are like unplayable for someone who is as obsessive as i am about yeah, yeah. Side all of the content mm-hmm. i also Same. do not like the uh the like you lose all your stuff when you go back in time thing right. i hate that so much yeah me so if they if they come out and they're like Breath of the Wild Two is going to be roguelike, I'm I'm probably not going to play it. But otherwise, I think it'll be good. Yeah, they should wa- play a se- uh, play. They should make a sequel to like Wind Waker in Breath of the Wild universe. That would be mm. like you're a pirate, and that could be a roguelike, and that'd be super great. No, <laughs> it'd Guys, be so amazing, Louis. I don't think you know what a roguelike suck. is. <laughs> I know what a roguelike is. No, I think yeah. Louisa doesn't. Yes, uh, right. Louisa it's doesn't. where you play <laughs> as a rogue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Yeah, uh, I love the idea of. I mean, I already think that Breath of the Wild was kind of them saying, you know what? Let's try the Wind Waker thing again, but do it, make it good this time. <laughs> that they forgot to turn the switch to good. Yeah, yeah they, like they. Oh, there hey, was somebody no... turned this. Somebody turned this mumbling boat. King switch to full. <laughs> I the mumbling boat king's the best part. The bad thing is that the world is just a blue sheet with nothing on it. Yes, that's true. Also, the graphics are bad and look bad. I disagree with that a lot. Uh, the manga like, for that game is hilarious. I've only seen panels from it, but it seems super funny. I've read a bunch of the uh, Zelda mangas. They're all pretty good. Speaking of cartoons and Zelda and the Nintendo Direct, I'm also mega for this uh, remake <gasps> of Link's Awakening. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yes! Me too! I'm really interested that- in... Um, Megagized is the new thing that Pokemon do in battle for the new one. <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've turned into a giant ghost monster of myself and like blew off the roof of my house when I'm I saw gonna... the trailer. But yeah, Link's Awakening, I love that game. I loved that game when I, I bought it for my fucking Game Boy way back when. I, uh, oh. It looks amazing. And the fact that there's a new thing where you can collect dungeon rooms and then Dampe lets you put them together to make your own little dungeon. And if you saw the mini that. games, you get special... Uh, rewards like it looks like in one little clip you get an empty bottle which are so important in Zelda games ah so exciting yeah I I'm very excited for that I pre-ordered it with the art book and I pre-ordered the amiibo (laughs) um I feel like there was a lot of good Zelda content in this Nintendo Direct the the cadence of uh Hyrule Hyrule also looks awesome that is out now I didn't realize that but I mentioned that to someone they got super excited went to check and it is out now yeah (laughs) yeah I thought about getting it I already have Curse of the Necro Dancer on my on my computer so I don't know if I want to do it but I kind of want to do it (laughs) yeah I did you guys see like how like Okay, so another thing was they're like, we're going to do a new mana game for the Switch. Uh, and then also, like, by the way, 
uh, we're releasing all the other ones. Anyway, it's out today. And then they yeah. moved on. Like, they were like, yeah, by the way, Second and Setsu 3 for the first time in English. Anyway, forget about that. Moving yeah. on. Like, That's what? So Excuse me? Awesome. That's <laughs> been, really good at that. that has problem. been one of the holy grails of, of, <laughs> of Western release. Like, like, I would say about even with Mother 3, uh, like, as far as people being like, that's just never going to come to America and we have to settle for a fan translation. Yeah. Can I tell you that Secret of Mana art is so iconic that when I saw that little gold sparkle start to move down that tree covered in vines, I was like, is this Secret of Mana? And then I got super <laughs> excited. Yeah, the, the, the problem with it, though, was, and I understand why this happened, because they have to, like, they, it, synchronizing all of this would be pretty much impossible, but they were like, out later today, and then immediately I went to the shop to see, like, oh, is it out? And it wasn't, and I was like, mm, then I'm gonna forget about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I might, I'm like considering getting that Contra collection because it's half the price of the mana collection and has 10 games in it. Yeah, but Contra's bad and boring. As soon as I saw any clip start and it had any kind of guns or like modern like uh, super soldiers, I just hit the skip button. (laughs) Like, I don't care about this. And oh, watch it live like a real gamer. No. But we're also we're also getting a bunch a bunch of Dragon Quest guys as a Smash character. Yes. That's wow. so fun. Are those like what are those called? Echo fighters or whatever? No, I think or- they're just gonna be alternate skins on the same okay. one, like how Bowser Jr. can be all of the um Koopa yeah. kids. That's fine. I was worried because like they showed them having different mechanics and stuff, and I was like, they're not going to add, like, 11 new characters that are all just <laughs> variations on the Dragon Quest hero, are they? Because that I, sucks. I think it's just going to be, like, they look different, and their swords and maybe some of the effects of the things they do look different, but they'll all have the same moves and stuff. Yeah, I can do- I say that that's how the the Nintendo Direct started? You see a cutscene with Link, and you see enough of him to know it's Link, so I was like, oh, I'm going to watch this. Is this the Breath of the Wild thing people have been talking about? And then you see his face, and I'm like, no, this isn't that Link, I can tell. I think this is the Smash Brothers Link. So I was about to skip ahead, but then I heard that Dragon Quest music. Oh my god. (laughs) I got choked up. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, so good. (laughs) Oh, man. You still haven't played Dragon Quest XI yet, have you? No, I haven't, but I'm excited about this new one, frankly. Like, who cares about old ones now, when there's going to be a new one? No, no, the new one is eleven. Mm, I thought it was 13 because it bundled some other things together. I got very confused because a lot of things would show you clips from two different games and then at the end it would be like this plus this. And I'm like, are they together or are these separate games? They announced the Dragon Quest Hero for Smash Brothers and then they said Dragon Quest 11S and it switches, you can switch it between modern graphical style and 16-bit graphical style like on the fly. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, I couldn't quite tell. Yeah, I I did see that in the clip, and I'm like, is this true, though? That seems strange, but I guess it is true. Yeah, I I hope they release that option as DLC for the PC version, which is the version I have, because I want to do that so bad. (laughs) (laughs) So that looks great. Uh, Dragon Quest Builders 2 also looks really great for me, who likes that game. Yep. I also like that game, and I'm excited for that. So, Matt, what got you through the week? Uh, I watched the stream for the Square Enix uh, E3 announcements, Mm. all of the games that are coming out from Square Enix for this year, which includes the Dragon Quest uh, 
11S, which we don't need to talk about again. Uh, it also includes the Final Fantasy VII remake, which is going to be bad, and everyone's really <laughs> excited about how bad it's going to be, which is a crazy thing. <laughs> but I'm also excited about it, so I can't get that mad. Um, and it also had uh, they they had announced or the the, the the they did the first official trailer for their licensed Avengers game, which features what looks like a person who's never seen and only had the movies described to them trying to draw what the movies would look like. It looks like as if one company got the license to make a movie-based game and it wasn't this company, but then that other company never made the game, so Marvel was like, alright, we can license you the Avengers title, but not any of the likenesses or exact costumes or sound-alike voices or any of the plot. You're not allowed to say the word Avengers in it. I feel like it was like, you have to make an Avengers game, but you have to make it using only assets you already have in your computers. <laughs> it, it, like, it's so weird because it does the thing every Avengers, like, every Marvel cartoon does, where they get someone who, like, kind of sounds like Robert Downey Jr., and they put Captain America in, like, tactical gear, but they made it look... Like, the first note that rings out when the logo is shown sounds like the beginning of the movie theme song, but then it's not. It's yeah. like they're trying to trick us with some <laughs> off-brand, like, like good kick-chop panda. <laughs> I don't understand why they did, like... To make it that close to the Avengers theme and not just do it? Like, you already have it, right? Why wouldn't you? They I, must not uh, have it. They definitely would have if they could have, don't you think? Why? I don't but know why. why. They? They've <laughs> been, like, trying to get us to to trick us into thinking that that's an iconic theme song for seven years and it finally stuck and they're not they would they're just not going to use it in their game okay i mean in their defense it's five notes just played at full volume and that's the entire theme so it's bad okay hans zimmer's batman theme is two notes played at a very big volume and i love that one <laughs> Well, that's exactly what I'm saying. It's either too many or too few notes. I see. For uh, three and a half is the exact right number of notes. Yeah. That having been said, and this is a controversial statement I'm about to make. <laughs> you hate video games. I hate all video games. No. I think the plot of this Avengers game actually looks good. Yeah, but, what like, how does it play? You gotta save the, the world plot, aliens? The plot is they are all doing, like, a celebration of the Avengers, and then somebody blows up a bridge, and they all go to save the people on the bridge, and then while they're trying to save the people on the bridge, somebody blows up, like, the entire Joker city of San Francisco. Joker blows up a prison barge up. Um, and so then they all quit and are, like, super, everyone hates them. And we maybe Captain America the... dies? Who knows? Yeah, there's, it's implied <laughs> okay. maybe Captain America dies, and, like, Tony Stark gets a big old mountain man beard because he can't go outside without people pelting him with eggs. Hold on. I You're thought you were going to say he got a dew. big old mountain dew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. A big old, he chugs a mountain dew every time <laughs> he uses his powers, and then he says, now it's time for my mountain power. Yeah, gamer fuel. He yeah, he says, "Hey Thor, it's a code red today." Hey buddy, toss me one. Yeah. They drink code red Mountain Dew together. <laughs> what a great game! <laughs> um, but anyway, and so it's um, it seems like the majority of the game is set in a world that hates the Avengers and mm -hmm. doesn't ever want them around, and in the, the Avengers have to save people anyway. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, and that seems like a cool idea for yeah. a game. Why not just make an X-Men so. game, though? Well, yeah, I was going to say, that oh, point. oh, wait, I can tell you because the X-Men are stupid and boring and terrible. Uh, yeah, but there's 700 of them, which people yeah, love to play as so many. why. <laughs> I mean, I guess there's a lot of Avengers, but, like, are they going to put Photon in an Avengers video game? Here's another very confusing thing. So they've announced that this game supports uh, multiplayer co-op over the internet, which is great and going to be fun, and we should all play. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, no. But I'm not. Well, I probably won't play it because it looks like dog nuts. <laughs> <laughs> but in the game, it seems like there are five or maybe six Avengers, and it supports a maximum of four players. Why not? Why not just bump that up to the all of them? You could have. Yeah, it has all of the movie Avengers except Hawkeye, which is very funny to me. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's appropriate. All of the original movie Avengers, I should say. It doesn't have like Vision or Scarlet Witch in there at all. Have we talked have we talked at length about how it's still outrageous that everyone hates Hawkeye but people somehow tolerate Falcon, who is just a worse Hawkeye? <laughs> No, I like Falcon. I don't like Hawkeye. Yeah, this is the problem, Louisa. You're what? part of the problem. No, he's here, great. He's charming. He's got goggles. The thing. In the movies, I definitely agree that Falcon is way better than Hawkeye, because oh. movie Hawkeye sucks. He has none of the interesting things of comic book Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. But Falcon is so much worse to me. He's like, he's such a fucking, like, brown-nosing suck-up to Captain America, it makes me want to vomit. Yeah, I really didn't like... I I did not particularly care for the run of comics where he was Captain America. Um, But I like him much better in the movies because, you know, he doesn't have any... He just, like... He He just smirks and he has those wings and he shoots some guns at some alien dogs. Now, here's another thing is that... And I'm gonna be delicate about this. He also seems like he's a massive pervert in the movies, maybe a little Uh, bit. Can you give any examples of what the hell you're talking about? At one point, he has his little robot friend save uh, Black Widow, and then she says thanks, and he says, don't thank me, thank the robot, and she says, I'm not going to, and he says, no, you have to thank the robot. That's a weird thing to say to a person. Yeah, it's just, that's just comic relief, though, right? No! Yeah, I, I don't remember that part, when so I don't have an opinion. When your character only has 20 <laughs> lines in the movie, <laughs> one of them cannot be a throwaway comic relief line. <laughs> well, his no, whole character okay, is throwaway comic yeah. relief, basically, I, right? I'm gonna push back on this, also, because here's the thing. All of the characters who aren't the original Seven Avengers are basically just set dressing. Yeah. Like, they're just so. there to be walking, talking, props, and and set mm. pieces. Now, I'm going to push back on you pushing back on me. We're in a real sumo wrestling pushing competition. You. Yeah. I'm throwing salt everywhere. Go on. Put that song at the end of the episode. <laughs> um, because the actually, the best character from all of the Avengers movies is War Machine. Eh, uh, he's fine. He's so no, conflicted, he though. Old- He's the only one who has a good, believable arc with conflict, and he becomes a better person. He's great. He's, He's not Don having Cheadle's... fun with it, he realizes the horrible implications of it in real life, whereas it's... maybe I don't want to think about that. <laughs> I, like, I don't even think Don Cheadle has been on a movie set for these things since <laughs> Iron Man 3, because it's just his CGI head pasted onto gray <laughs> Iron Man. I mean... What's crazy is the things you're saying are the opposite of the truth, because in most of the recent ones, he hasn't even gotten into the suit. 
What? No, he's only the suit in the last two. In that's both of just the- not true. There's a scene where <laughs> Captain America comes back from from being out like an international criminal, and Don Cheadle is sitting there talking to General Ross, not oh, in a suit, right. just sitting there, and then he they have a long conversation, legs. and that's the biggest scene he has in the movie. I forgot about those robot legs he has. Yeah, you did. Let's not talk about Avengers anymore. I haven't seen the most recent movie. Yeah, yeah. that's why I did that one and not the most recent one, which I know you haven't seen. But he also is not in the suit in for most of that movie. He's on I a mean, beach. he's enjoying a pina colada. Avengers Endgame is a masterclass in how to green screen in actors yeah. with very oh, busy schedules. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh my god! Yes. God, uh, I, I don't want to. In no way is this a spoiler, except for uh, me to say Gwyneth Paltrow in that movie is the funniest CGIing of a, an actor into a movie I've ever seen in my life. She didn't know that she was in Spider-Man: Homecoming. <laughs> that is a great story. I did hear that. Although I am gonna guess, here's my guess: is John Favreau didn't realize that he had a way bigger part in, than her in Spider-Man: Homecoming because he didn't see the movie. <laughs> so when he was like, yeah, you were in Spider-Man, we had a scene together, it was wild for him, because he's in the whole movie, yeah. but she has one scene that she definitely filmed at the same time as her one Infinity War scene. She only has four lines in that movie, yeah. and in Endgame, like, I would believe that they just cobbled together her performance from <laughs> leftover scenes they had from other movies. Yeah, yeah, she, there's one weird part where she's very clearly in a fat suit. It's just from Shallow Al. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh man, I was gonna try to work in a Shakespeare love reference, but Shallow Hal is way better. Yeah, yeah that's, the most em- that's the most embarrassing movie from anyone's repertoire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyway, Square Enix also announced that they're going to release a remaster of Final Fantasy VIII, the worst Final Fantasy game, so that's good. Ah, the only one that that hilariously didn't get announced for the Switch during, like, (laughs) last year's E3, because they didn't have a remaster ready to go. You know what? I didn't hate that game because it had good side quests. That's all I fucking care about. Yeah, I kind of want to replay it because I remember there's a side quest where you, like, chase down aliens by finding their Mm -hmm. crop circles, and I'm like, that happened in a Final Fantasy game? Yeah, I remember. (laughs) So that's good. Um, Anyway, so so Square Enix looks like they're making some real shit, you guys. Yeah. Great. So the theme is uh, E3, right? Is that the correct guess? So here's the E3. So what got you. Wait, wait. Yep. Yep. What what got you through the week, Jeff? Here's the E3 things I watched the the trailer for that Avengers game, the whole Nintendo. direct E3 presentation. <laughs> yep. And uh, the trailer for uh, some gameplay from uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. You want to talk about yeah. that? You want to talk about the... more Nintendo stuff? I didn't cover all of it. Yeah, that's true. There's more yeah, Nintendo stuff. Yeah, we can talk stuff. about more Nintendo stuff, like how Banjo-Kazooie is going to be in Smash Brothers, which is crazy. <laughs> that's the, yeah, that was a cute that. little trailer, though. I don't care about yeah, the game. I loved that Donkey Kong, Diddy Kong, and King K. Rule, the other rare creations in the game, mm-hmm. uh, all were like, yay, hooray, our friend is here. I thought that was really cute. I also like that apparently Donkey Kong and King K. Rule are married, in my mind, because they live in the same swamp hut <laughs> together. Uh, just yeah. having a Sunday afternoon nap on the floor. <laughs> King and King and Queen K. Rule. <laughs> or Donkey Kong and Donkey King K. Rule. <laughs> yeah, that's probably it. And they're raising so, 
Diddy Kong. Thank you. <laughs> Their so, son, Diddy Kong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently it's a theme that I didn't know about for Donkey Kong in Smash games that when they announce new characters, he gets fooled by their silhouettes. This has happened before, apparently. Uh, I didn't know the, that. the whole thing was a reference to the King K, King K rule reveal. Yes. Um, where, like, a very similar joke happens. Yeah, so that's very weird that that is just a thing that they were referencing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they basically recreated it beat for beat, except instead of Diddy Kong and Donkey Kong being shocked, they're very happy when the real character shows up. Yep. Great. So, so that's good. Also, I like that they worked in more of that pervert dog from Duck Hunt. <laughs> yes. Like the best character that is very ever funny. made. Oh, man. It was really, really funny. <laughs> um, I, I really enjoyed that reveal because it made a lot of uh, my friends very happy, but I don't like or care about the game Banjo Kazooie at all. And I yeah. was so, I was yeah. way more excited that I can play as Erdrick and beat up Cloud Strife in a game, which is stupid. <laughs> yes. Um, and I think that one thing that was interesting is it didn't look like any of the recent Banjo-Kazooie-like games or artwork. It looked like the box art from the first N64 game. Like, it was that design. It was not the design from any of the games. It was the design from the box art of the first one. Well, yeah, because the the game characters look dumb and bad. Yeah. I, I kind of like the the redesign for the Xbox 360 game that no one liked. They were a little boxier in that one, which was weird, but... How could uh, they have gotten boxier? <laughs> I mean, it was like they had rounded edges. Like, they weren't uh, imitating non-boxiness, but with limited technology, they were, like, doing it as an art choice. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> yeah. Okay. I... Oh, man. I, um... I expected them to announce the guy from Minecraft instead of Banjo-Kazooie, if I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah, did, did they... I know that there was, like, a big Xbox... Or, sorry, a big Microsoft uh, Nintendo, like, collaboration announcement w- was, like, foreshadowed. Did that actually happen? That was Banjo-Kazooie, um, right? Yeah. They the, wouldn't be in the game? Xbox's Microsoft... X- Xbox's E3 schedule said had the Nintendo press conference on it. Yeah. Uh, and it's definitely uh, because... Banjo-Kazooie got announced for Smash, and they own that character. That's the least exciting thing that could have come of that, really. Speaking of things that aren't exciting, did you guys hate what I hated, which is in that Nintendo Direct, which is delivered to you by stiff company suits, like they fucking always do, they're like, enjoy this game, from somebody who has no business being in front of a camera. They introduced that fucking guy, Bowser, by being like, haha, not that Bowser, and he is so terrible! He was a worse actor than Papa John in those fucking Papa John's commercials. Yeah. If you had to act opposite the actual Bowser, you'd be so afraid that you wouldn't be able to emote properly either. Yeah, you're being like, well, he's royalty. Should I genuflect? Yeah. Uh, Here's the thing. Nobody's going to be a better presenter for these than Reggie. Reggie. Yeah. Um, Because Reggie just walks in and he's like, Hey, I like Nintendo so much. I'm gonna shove this video game up your ass, huh? Hey, I'm gaming here. Give me a pizza pie. You like this game? Well, it's out today. Fuck you. I can't believe you let him say fuck you on stage. 
you want to you want to wait for a game? Forget about it. Yeah, I mean, in his his famous introduction, he said ass, and everyone was like, Nintendo can't say ass. Yeah, he just came out and he said, "Hey, Sony, kiss my ass," and then he threw a lit Molotov cocktail across the the, the Sony tent. <sighs> This week on Nintendo Switch, everybody gets a pizza for download, huh? (laughs) Download your own free pizza on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, We're just doing this as a favor to you. Forget about it. Yeah, that's Reggie all all over. What happened to Reggie? Did he go back into the corporate pizza world? Uh, No. (laughs) I I think he retired to spend more time with his kids. He was shamed out of the industry because his body stopped being ready. Yeah. They were like, your body readiness quotient is too low. You need to leave. (laughs) We're giving you a PIP on this body readiness. (laughs) Jesus. Cyberpunk 2077. Yep. I just had to say it, because otherwise people would freak out if we didn't. Ah, man, I don't want to play that game. No, it looks bad. looks bad and dumb. But Keanu Reeves is in it, just as himself, I guess. (laughs) Isn't that your favorite thing, though, Jeff? Actually, that would make this game worth playing. Yeah, I would be... I would want to play the game if the character who looks like and is voiced by Keanu Reeves took off his sunglasses and said, Hey, I'm Keanu Reeves. Welcome to Cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah. hey, I'm your best friend, Keanu Reeves. If you want to be my friend some more, you gotta murder these guys. Okay, there's one other character he could be that I would be very happy, and it's John Johnny Rick? Mnemonic. Oh, yes. If he was Johnny Mnemonic in Cyberpunk hey, 20- 77, I would like that. Hey, I'm Johnny Keanu Reeves Mnemonic, and I'm gonna have a psychic conversation with this dolphin while you murder those guys. <laughs> what if you're helping Keanu Reeves free these other characters who are also played by Keanu Reeves from bad guys, and that is the plot of the game. And How they're fun all, would that be? And they're oh, all different ass. characters Keanu Reeves has played in different movies. Exactly! <laughs> And then oh, they all weird. fight each other at the end, and it's Super Smash Brothers <laughs> 2, Keanu Reeves edition. How did we not talk about, uh, how did we not talk about Animal Crossing? Anyway, good oh, job. I Let's know why, the because there's, there's nothing new, because Listen, it's the same game every time. There wasn't much delivered. Uh, he abandons you on an island. Game. What's that? Tom Nook kidnaps you and abandons you on a deserted island. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yep. It's they a real Lord the part of the where you club Tom Nook to death with a rock and eat him to survive. <laughs> Yep, exactly it. Uh, and there wasn't much revealed because they had to push that game back, and people are really mad because people are the worst, but that game is going to be worth it. Oh man, I'm so excited for so many Switch games. I'm, I have already mm-hmm. have like five that I want to buy before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, Dragon Quest Eleven, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, uh, yes. which is a Switch exclusive and looks really fun. I love those games. Yeah, they're um, good. Pokemon, Fire Emblem... Uh, Link's Awakening, mm-hmm. and I think that might be it before the end of the year, unless there was something else that was already uh, announced. Uh, and then I have two games that are coming out that I've already pre-ordered, uh, Super Mario Maker 2 and Dragon Quest Builders. <laughs> the thing yeah. is that they keep on announcing, like, little little things that aren't their major releases that are also good, like, like we were talking about Cadence of Hyrule. <laughs> that wasn't even on my radar, but I'm very into that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that that looked really cool and a lot of people are saying that the um the soundtrack is incredible. Yeah, uh, sure. It's, it's like cuz Zelda music is already pretty good, but like when you're turning it into cool dance beats, like you have <laughs> EDM to EDM Zelda, yeah. <laughs> uh 
Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm not good enough at rhythm games. Like, I played Crypt of the Necrodancer because you got it for me, and I played it yes. for a couple hours, and then was like, oh my god, I'm doing so poorly, I haven't even gotten through one level. It's very hard once you get to the, like, fire levels. I don't know if you played that far, but, um... I don't think I did. Like, there's this stuff where certain tiles turn into lava for a certain number of turns when, a, like, an enemy walks over them. So you have to be counting the beats, not only to not get hit by the enemies and to move to places at the right time, but also to stall if you need to while uh, certain tiles are going to kill you if you step on them. That's when it gets to the point where there's too many things for me to keep hmm. track of. Uh, now, I haven't played this game, so do you set up your moves before the turn starts, or do you have to move as, like, in real time? No, imagine, like, um, a game, sort of like DDR or something, where you you have to press buttons on the beat, right. but the buttons that you press, it's not a specific button you have to press. You can press any button you want on the beat, and your goal is to move your character through the world, and the buttons you can press are moving or attacking. So you do have to do it in real time. You don't set up all yes. your moves and then let the level do it. No. Okay. Like I'm saying, like I say, you have to press the buttons on the beat of the music. Okay, I would, don't think I would like this game, because I'm terrible at that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a rhythm game, which is uh, a barrier, I know, for a lot of people. Yeah. It's very good, though. I mean, it... Yes, it's extremely challenging, but if it... I don't know how much it is in the this, this store, but if it's mm. cheap, it's definitely worth it. It's a fun game. Well, if there's, a like, a free trial, I'll probably try that out. Yeah. Yeah, there might be a demo. I'm not sure. Yep. <clears throat> okay, so I got our wiki. Um, okay. Uh-oh. You guys should be excited. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, when I loaded the page, before it finished loading, the option was fanfiction, like no ad addendums, <laughs> no, and then Jeff. when it finished loading, it changed to Final Fantasy. Jeff, you have to stop telling us all the other things we get, because we're going to get them in the future. Guy, yeah, this should be a you surprise. Guys, you guys have the list. I don't look at the list, because I don't want to know ahead of time. Okay, so I, I guess you're surprised. I guess you're surprised that one of them is fan fiction for some reason. Well, yeah, you were surprised too. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, I just thought it was. I thought it was funny that that would be the one that we would get because uh, we talk about <laughs> fan fiction specifically a lot. Yeah. So. I'm so anyway, close all of the things. Uh, oh, the background disappear when I close. Well, that now head. I feel dumb for talking about Square Enix earlier because it's <laughs> the Final Fantasy wiki. Yes, it is the Final Fantasy wiki. Uh, the background is uh, a town. Well, I'm trying to remember. I saw it for a second, and the, then the ad took it away. It's just white now. But it was you like an a, a ad background. blocker on your computer, Louisa. <laughs> So it's a background of a town, and it's like mostly black and white, sketchy, sepia tone kind of. It is the, in the Final Fantasy it, style. It is the uh, cover of the um, what is the booklet called in a game game book? <laughs> Manual. <laughs> Manual. Thank you. Jesus. It's, what? Okay, man. <laughs> it's the cover art for the game booklet, the manual mm -hmm. from Final Fantasy VI. Okay. Uh, it is the it is Terra in the Magitek armor overlooking the town of uh who cares? V Velt? No, that's not right. Vector? No. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Whatever. So, the, the town you start in. Yeah, Final Vector, Fantasy? the alligator or whatever from Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> oh, 
Final Fantasy Wiki. It's got the Final Fantasy font for the word Final Fantasy, and then it's just, like, sketchy font for Wiki, and then it's got a fat little baby chocobo. I shouldn't say fat, because there is a fat chocobo, and it is not that fat chocobo. Yeah, you shouldn't body shame this young chocobo. <laughs> Uh, welcome to Final Fantasy Wiki, the Final Fantasy encyclopedia that anyone can edit. Spoilers are appropriately enclosed in spoiler tags. This wiki currently has 36,374 articles and 162,367 pictures. Okay, both Damn. of those increased since you uh, loaded the page because they're higher on mine. Oh, man. <sighs> That's I, good. This is uh, maybe the most active one we've done. It's yeah, also it really, is. like, nice. Like, the navigation has links to all of the main oh, series games. There's actually a bigger about. Uh, so let me just read this real quick. This wiki is dedicated to collecting information about the Final Fantasy series of video games from elements of storyline to gameplay. It primarily covers the first official English translation after its most recent release. Also accommodates for those using different releases, different English translations, and the original Japanese exists in many languages, uh, etc. Yeah. Uh, there's also a did you know section at the bottom, and I know sometimes, I think Wikipedia has, like, a fun facts or, like, an on this day section. Um, did you know, uh, Poison is the most recurring status ailment in the series, appearing in every installment? Yeah, because I hate it. I would always get Poison, and then I don't want to waste a... Uh, Poison is, Poison is way better than some of them, though. Like, Confuse, that's the worst. That's true. Yeah, you don't want to waste a world leaf getting your Poison <laughs> but gone. the games where Poison still damages you on the map, really hate that. Yeah, that sucks. They removed that from Pokemon, which I uh, am glad about from a I'm a wuss sta- standpoint, but mm-hmm. I'm, like, not, like, uh, what's the point of poison, then? It still damages you in battle, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it, because as a kid, not being able to manage my resources very well, I would just keep walking around on the map and not realize that all my party members yeah. had died. <laughs> I really loved the resource management aspect of that those old ones. Uh, like, you had a very limited bag, too. Uh, I don't like it's that. Fun. I want to carry it's everything fun. and keep it forever. It's going to be really hard for me to not just read this wiki, you guys. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll so do, we all let's... have played Final Fantasy games, and we all love them. I think um, I... No. I, I probably... <laughs> well, Jeff hates them. I played some of 1 and 2, a little bit of 4 and 6... A lot of 5, which I enjoyed, but I never beat, and then uh, a lot of 10, which I also never beat. And that's it. That's all I've... I, Actually, I played a free, uh, free like, trial of 14 and did not enjoy it. I've played the remastered editions of every Final Fantasy game that's ever been released within the past year, except for 8. Yeah. Because it hasn't been remastered. Did, oh, did I played a lot Quest of tactics, re-release? So. No. No. That's a good game. I never will, because everyone hated it. I know everyone hated it, but that's a pretty good game, I gotta say. It's fine. It's definitely for the littlest of babies. Have you played World of Final Fantasy? It's very relaxing. No, I haven't. But I like how Mystic Quest, like, you you know what your tasks are, and you just do them. It's super relaxing in that way. (laughs) Yes. Um, I don't like Final Fantasy very much, and I have very little tolerance in my adult hood for JRPGs in general besides Pokemon. Which is weird, because I feel like Pokemon is a very JRPG-ass JRPG. Yeah, but it has crunch, which is the thing I enjoy the most, rather than uh, a ton of cutscenes, which is why I didn't like Sun and Moon very much, because it had so many cutscenes. Yeah. 
I feel like they're moving further towards more cutscenes as well. Yeah, probably. The main thing I want out of Pokemon is a difficulty slider and a amount of tutorials in the game slider. And I want to turn the difficulty Ooh, all want... the way up and the sliders all the tutorials all the way down. I want a Pokemon version of the TV show slider. Yeah, of course you do. Mm, Fucking of course. Good. Jerry O'Connell is your hero. Yeah. And his mom tells him that he is about to start his adventure. Wow, that's very weird. All the Pokemon. As soon as you said the name Jerry O'Connell, I can see him perfectly in my mind's eye dressed as Ash. Why is yes. that? <laughs> because it's perfect. You're having a premonition, Louisa. Oh, God. Because you have a brain disease. <laughs> for when I get rich enough to finally fund my vanity project sliders Pokemon crossover. Yep. <laughs> Jerry O'Connell's like, how much money? Sure. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. That's how he's agreed to every project he's ever been on. Oh, this is very exciting. Speaking of Pokemon, I was thinking about that as I was looking at the content. We're supposed to be speaking of Final Fantasy. But I'm going to okay. connect it up right now. Go off, I guess. So in the content section, there's little tiles for different things. And the one for enemies has a picture of a cactar. And yep. it made me remember how many enemies there are in Final Fantasy games where, like, you hear a legend about how you can get this if you get this one thing from this type of creature. And you have to go to this cave that has to be between these hours. Yep. Ugh. Those and, like, Tonberries, those are some good times hunting that shit. Master Tonberry was, like, the greatest creepypasta before creepypasta Mm -hmm. was a thing, where (laughs) it's like, yeah, I heard this story about this little lizard man wearing a robe who has a lantern full of souls who slits your throat with a knife if you find him. Like, what? (laughs) That's in this game? And it is! (laughs) Yeah, it was amazing. When you see him, and it's not just a regular Tonberry when he turns around, oh god, so exciting. Yes. (laughs) I have no idea what you guys are talking about. (laughs) Well, imagine it's a shiny Pokemon then, Jeff. (laughs) Oh, wow, cool. (laughs) Uh, It's like a shiny Ditto. Let's get into this. Louisa, what's the best Final Fantasy game? (sighs) I'm gonna have to go with... Ooh, ooh, this is tough. I, I really, I really like tactics. The gameplay and story and cutscenes. Fuck you for not liking cutscenes. I love cutscenes of nine. Yeah, you're a weirdo because yep. it's all like cartoony fun. But I really love. Uh, is it six that was three in the United States? Yes, that one probably I connected with the most because I played it at the right age and I like really played the hell out of it. Yeah, six had a good mix of. Like JRPG bullshit and like Shakespearean level drama, which I appreciated. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, all those fucking operas. Oh, <laughs> that opera's. I still remember one, all of the words to that opera. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite then, Matt? Uh, hmm. I mean, I think nine is actually a good choice. Um,. I think what Jeff said about tactics is very on point as well. Like, mm-hmm. tactics kind of takes that Shakespearean drama and sort of pushes it beyond the... Um, <laughs> Turn, yeah. Turns it the, into a fire emblem. Yeah, well, it, it has genuinely, like, compelling writing and characters and plot in a way that I found very surprising as a child. And also, play- the gameplay's way better because it's one of those strategy games, and who doesn't love those? Did you play the, the PlayStation, Weird. the original PlayStation one or the remaster? Yeah, I played the, I played it on PS1. I have it on Vita. Yes, I, I have it on like 11 different systems because I've played all the different versions of it. And 
the original was good, but the plot was very hard to understand what was happening. Um, and when they did the remaster, it's actually one of the few games I've ever played where the remaster vastly improved the way that the story was told so that I understood what was happening. Mm. Hmm. That um, might be that might be one for me if I ever have a spare four hundred hours. <laughs> it's so weird though because when they did the remaster, they did it as a cross promotional tie in to Final Fantasy Tactics Advance and uh, Final Fantasy Twelve, so that while you're playing the game, you can recruit the main characters from those two games. Yeah. And it's like, well, I don't want to. <laughs> well, Ivalis uh, first appears in Tactics, and it's the main location in 12 and in uh, the Tactics Advance games. Yep. But, like, not in a recognizable way. I don't think Final Fantasy Tactics mm, has cat see- people in it, right? Mm, did you see those almost naked rabbit people, though? Because they were in all of those. Oh, yeah. Oh, rabbit I know people. I, I thought yeah. they were cat people. Were no. the rabbit people in Tactics? Yes. Oh, I don't remember them at all. They're not prominent. No, they're not. They're just like another fantasy race. Weird. Um, I should probably pe- play Tactics Ogre, right? Because that's why Final Fantasy Tactics was good, was it was made by that guy. Tactics Ogre is okay. I actually think that the story is better in Final Fantasy Tactics and Tactics Ogre like, the mechanics are identical, and the story is better in Final Fantasy Tactics, so it, I would I would mm. sooner replay Tactics rather than try to play Tactics Ogre. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that I, uh, if I had to pick a mainline game and couldn't wasn't allowed to pick Tactics, I would pick 5. It's my favorite Final Fantasy. Uh, you get to be pirates in it. I think that's fun. I quite like 4. I like how often, or or two in America. I quite like how often Kane uh, betrays you, and then you continually like, oh, but now you're cool, though. <laughs> Those games have since been... Two, the games that are four and six have since been released as four and six in America. Yes. The trouble uh-huh. is, you remember it the way you first remember it, though. Like, I can right. never remember what three is now, because it's three in my mind. Well, and mm-hmm. if I just said Final Fantasy three. It would be confusing if I meant American 3 or Japanese 3. Right, right, but if you just said 6, there would be no ambiguity. That's yeah, true. but in my mind it's 3, so how am I going to remember it's 6? That's the problem. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, it's, um, it's a really weird thing that they were, did that, that they were like, we're not going to release 2 or 3, or yeah. 5, weirdly. We're just going to release <laughs> 1, 4, and 6 as 1, 2, and 3. Early I- video game decisions were made by people who had no idea what people liked or anything, and they're just like, like, oh, this one probably won't work in America, says somebody with no uh, reason to believe that, and then so they just do it. <laughs> like, that's I, how that worked. I remember as a kid playing Final Fantasy 1 on the NES and then getting Final Fantasy 2 accidentally because I thought it was Final Fight. That's not a joke. Um, <laughs> Love it. And being like, holy shit, they made a lot of improvements to this game between 1 and 2. <laughs> like, I yeah. can't believe how far this game series has come in one game. Yeah, they did a... Um uh, they 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 did a lot of this in the 90s with RPGs because though that's the one genre that has 
an obscene amount of text, which would make it difficult to translate into multiple languages. Yeah, for a lot of games, they just had to translate, you'll never save the president's daughter. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, the yeah, a miserable little pile of secrets. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, man, I think that the writing in that, that Castlevania opening cutscene is great, but the line delivery is so hilariously bad. <laughs> yes, it's so good altogether. It comes across <laughs> Yeah. so well. <laughs> oh, man, I really wish that the Castlevania anime had more of that vibe rather than just being boring. Huh. Uh, so I got a random page. Uh, yep. I got Ram Ability. Can you put it in the Tell thing? Tell us about it. Yeah, I'm going to, except I accidentally closed the tab. Um... <laughs> So I'm going to copy it now. Ram okay. is a recurring enemy ability in the Final Fantasy series. Um, it typically deals physical non-elemental damage to a single target with no additional effects. Yeah, that was one thing that always confused me about a lot of abilities in Final Fantasy games, is that mm-hmm. a lot of them were like, well, this is like a regular attack, but it does slightly less damage. <laughs> yeah. Okay? <And laughs> Why would I ever use like, it? Yeah, like that it's using a spell, and you're like, well, what does a spell do? Uh, yeah. nothing, nothing that a spell does, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, there's blue magic is a recurring uh, theme in Final Fantasy games since, I think, Final Fantasy IV. Um, and uh, you learn, like, enemy abilities. And I remember in Final Fantasy VI learning the abilities, and most of them are something akin to RAM. And it's like, it's you could just hit them with your weapon, or you could navigate through this menu to RAM and use it, and it'll hurt them a little bit less than it would have with it if you just hit them with your weapon. The end. Well, maybe if you had considered learning a better enemy ability, Matt, then you wouldn't be in this uh, situation. <laughs> yeah, no, Matt, come on! It takes a long time to learn all those enemy abilities. <laughs> Uh, if, you're, I, if you're a little green boy, <laughs> I'm seeing a background now, and a there's some kind of child. Sorry, there's yep. some kind of dragon esque mech suit. Looks like it's drawn by Yoshitaka Amano. Yep. Um, and I guess that's from Final Fantasy VI. Yes, it is. Uh, so that is, that is tech armor from Final Fantasy VI with Terra riding. In it. There we are. Okay, cool. So yeah. now we know what the background is. It's not just a town yep. anymore. Yeah, I said Matt that. already said this. I said oh, it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, you made, seem... you made fun of me. <laughs> it doesn't seem right. <laughs> uh, this is all very good. So, are we done with Ram? Do we want to hear my random page or what? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So, I have the main ad, Enemy. The main ads are random encounters in the final areas of Final Fantasy IV, the After Years. Wait. Yep. So it had a it had a sub name. I didn't know that. There no, it's there was a different a, game. Oh, there okay. was a, a sequel <laughs> okay. game for Final Fantasy IV. Can you put the link to this? Yes. Oh, I did. I but then I, I don't didn't know how to spell it. Send. There we go. Okay. Uh, oh boy. Yeah, I would never would have guessed. That well, Maynard is in mythology a follower of uh, Dionysus, the women who get drunk with him and party through the woods, and if they find you, they'll tear you to pieces. Yep. Uh, so these main ads physically attack or attack with magic. They're not a threat if the party is well trained for fighting the last boss. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. Check out this Castlevania-ass-looking enemy. Yeah, it's a woman floating in the air with, like, blue, glittery, sparkly magic all around her. She's wearing a simple white dress, and she has no long face. green hair. Yeah. No, no face at all. 
Uh, the PSP graphic is twice as big as the Wii graphic. Did the PSP have a better graphical capability than the Wii? Probably. Who knows? Uh, Final Fantasy IV The After Years uh, was a weird, one of those weird, like, it only came out on uh, WiiWare. It's like it Saved by the though. Bell, the college years. It's on PC now, and it's good. It, like, mm. it's episodic, which is a bit odd, um, and it follows the families of the characters from Final Fantasy, like, one generation later, and it's really good. Like, you get to play as Yang saving his daughter from being beaten up by monsters, and you get to play as the child of um, Cecil and uh, Rosa, who's the oh, prince spoilers. of the kingdom. Yeah, really. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's, the first, it's the first part of the game. <laughs> oh, it's just funny. It's funny to pretend yeah. that things are spoilers. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good joke. Um... Why is Related Enemies, Mysterious Girl, Boss, on this page? What if we click on it? Oh, Mysterious Girl has the same graphics. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, She's a recurring boss. I believe as you're fighting your way through the crystal to get to the final boss, one of the mini-bosses is just a powered-up version of the main ad. Hmm. Yeah. So, there's that. They they do that a lot in Final Fantasy and other JRPGs where they just lift the name of not even just Greek and Roman mythology, but Norse mythology, also some uh, South Asian mythology, and then they just use that name for a thing that's a little bit like the thing. Final yeah. Fantasy does that a lot, though, like all yeah. of the summons. Yeah, that's yes. what I'm saying. Oh my god, we didn't even talk about that, how much I loved... Which game did those come out really good in? Was it 9? Where, like, Odin rides down from the sky on Slepnir and uh, just fucking destroys everything? Amazing. Yeah, I mean, they've they've always had pretty good summons in the games. Uh, the, the criticism of 9 was the fact that the cutscenes are unskippable and last, like three or four minutes every yeah. time you summon, and that's very annoying, yes. but it is cool. <laughs> it's super cool. I never got tired of that the first time around. I have that <laughs> game for the Switch now. We'll see if I get tired of it when I play through this one. I definitely... I remember that there's an ability... Well, I, I remember because I just played through this game recently. There's an ability you get later in the game where if you press the button a button a certain number of times during the summon, it powers up or whatever. Yeah. And so, like, you need to watch the whole thing to yes. do it. But, ugh, anyway. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> what a good game, you guys. Is it? I just, I, yeah. just discovered, I just discovered that one of the characters in Final Fantasy VIII uh, is, her last name is Hardily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Yep, they're all very bad attempts at being Western-y, European-y kind of names. Okay, but Squall uh, Leonhardt is pretty good, right? No. Why? <laughs> I don't know. It sounds fun. <laughs> heartily, it sound like fun. I'll give you that. <laughs> heartily is just an adverb. Yeah. <laughs> Not to crib uh, the movie Johnny Dangerously too much, <laughs> which is ju- every episode of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh, your famous joke that that's my favorite movie, even though you know my favorite movie is The Blues Brothers. <laughs> even though you know my favorite movie is uh, Johnny English. <laughs> Uh, Johnny English 2, thank you, please. Come on. The original one's for Scrubs, everyone knows. Oh, boy. Uh, okay, so, this so is great. my random page mm-hmm. is the ability Blizzaga. <gasps> yes, get into it. 
Um, so this is a weird thing that has been going on in Final Fantasy games for a long time, where in the, in the original US translations of the Final Fantasy games, the, the spells were called like Ice and Ice 2 and Ice 3, but the Japanese was Blizza, Blizzaga, Blizzara and Blizzaga, mm-hmm. like sort of, uh, kanji representations of English sounds, if that makes sense. Uh, and so then they just started doing that, uh, putting those suffixes on the end of the words, which I guess I- I'm looking at this page now uh, maybe is a reference to German in some way. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why uh, ga and ra are used as suffixes, but it's cool. Mm-hmm. I do like it. Also known as Ice 3, Blizzard 3, and Blizzard 3, but Roman numerals. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's amazing when you get the highest level of these spells and you can just really tear some shit apart. Yep. Um, I really like that there's credited on this page a quote, deals ice damage to all foes, and that quote is credited to description. (laughs) (laughs) But it's all written out like it's an important quote. Yep. You know, that famous, uh, that famous bard description. Famous philosopher description. <laughs> yep. That does description sound like it would be a Roman philosopher, doesn't it? <laughs> that would be it's such true. a good rapper name. Yep. Oh, MC times. description. I do think it's bullshit, though, when the description of a spell is, like, causes fire damage. Like, yeah. come on, guys. Yeah, that's like when you're... Give me a word picture here. It's when your D&D DM tells you, describe how you kill this enemy, and you're like, I don't know, I just stab him with, with a sword. With my sword? <laughs> yeah. I feel like I said with my sword already. <laughs> Nobody likes that. Be a team player. <laughs> yep, it's true. No, I you do have to, you have like to describe what your character does. Yeah, I do I'm, feel like I'm kind staunch. of a dick, though, when I'm playing Dungeons and Dragons, and like everyone else is just like, uh, I guess I shoot it, and then we ro- all roll, and then I come in and I'm like, okay, I draw my sword, staring icily at them, and then <laughs> yep. I spin around in a pirouette, and I'm like, does everyone hate me? Yeah, yes. no, yes, I love do. that. No, everyone <laughs> should be. Everyone should be doing that. No, I think it's good, but I can see how some people would definitely hate you for that. Yeah, I want sure. I want Louisa to be like uh, my character lifts her reliquary up to her uh, lips and whispers a secret to it, and then casts uh, raise dead or whatever. I do yeah. think that it would be very funny if we, the three of us, tried to play characters in a slightly more comical style. Because I, when you said that, Jeff, I imagined Louisa playing a game and lifting her magical focus to her lips and then saying time to fuck shit up (laughs) and then like just you know like casting spells for fun that would be a fun game I really enjoy just to quickly reference our D&D game which I reference too much probably but we all play characters who have a weakness in intelligence all of us our entire team and I enjoy that immensely Listen, intelligence is a dump stat for anyone who doesn't use intelligence to cast magic, and none mm-hmm. of us do. Yep. Yeah, I'm a bard, but I forget my ones. spells a lot, so... Yeah, bards are charisma anyway. Yeah, You're exactly. Fine. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we've got two high charisma casters. <laughs> yep. uh, and then we also have a rogue, which they're usually... Char- charisma is usually their second or third. Yep. Yep. And We're then, all uh, very good. So basically, this game is the three of you talking your way into trouble, and then me getting hit very hard with swords. Now, are you a fighter? Yes. 
Okay. Uh, I thought maybe you were a paladin, uh, and that would have been very funny because they're also charisma. Yes. And, and we also I just, have another paladin on our team. Yeah, I just remembered Leah has two levels in paladin. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you uh, should have prestige classes. I'm going to tie this back to Final Fantasy. <laughs> okay. They should add uh, prestige classes to Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition because the best moment in a Final Fantasy game is always the moment when your character turns into another more powerful class, mm-hmm. which doesn't happen in all of them, but when it does, it's the fucking greatest, and it feels yeah. so good, and the, the only time I've ever had that replicated in D&D is back in 3.5, when they had, like, if you had four levels in Wizard and four levels in Sorcerer, you could be become a planeswalker and transport yourself at will to other planes of reality? Fuck yeah! Yeah. That's pretty great. I I love that stuff in, like, Fire Emblem games. And in Final Fantasy Tactics, there's a little bit of, like, you ha- in order to unlock certain classes, you have to... Certain jobs, I should say. You have to have certain, like, enough levels in other jobs. Yeah. Why, 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 why doesn't every Tactics game have that? That's the best part of that game. Mm-hmm. It would be so easy to implement in every other Tactics game. It's crazy I that they don't. remember playing Final Fantasy VI again, and when Cecil becomes a paladin instead of just a knight or whatever the fuck he was. That's four, that's four, that's four. When that happens, I was so scared (laughs) he was gonna die and never come back. (laughs) (laughs) That would be the most It was a real Gandalf moment, wasn't it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That only worked on very young children, because anyone else would be like, well, there's more game. (laughs) Okay, but here's the thing, though. Final Fantasy does that yeah, sometimes. Yeah, they do. Oh like, my god. Er- Eris just dies and stays dead. Kefka, Kefka blows up the world and like you don't stop him. There are yeah, that's so true. many Final Fantasy games where if you equipped someone who joined your party with something good and they left after 10 minutes of gameplay, you were fucked. That thing yep. you gave them is gone. Yep. Oh my god, I wasted so much time and energy on things I like forgot that to take all of my good healing items out of Eris's inventory, <laughs> yeah. no! I did spend about seven hours grinding Eris to get her f- fourth limit break, like, 15 minutes before she died. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> of course, you're probably the only person who ever saw that limit break. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Good times. Yep. It was weird because I remember playing while I was playing it being like, huh, like usually you have to reach a certain point in the story to unlock characters, higher level limit breaks. And I was like, I'm still only on disc one. And Eris's fourth limit break is like gaining experience. It's going to unlock. It's weird that everyone else is still only in their first limit break. Anyway, I'm sure this is fine. I'm sure this is normal. (laughs) Yeah, she's not, like, reaching the end of her story arc or anything. No way. <laughs> well, the thing that threw me off she's is... She's only two still- days from retirement. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that threw me off is it still takes fucking forever to unlock it. So you're like, well... They, they- wouldn't waste my time. They love yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling. Uh, yeah, that was, that was before we got out of the... Uh, it was, like, after arcades where the idea was it wants to eat your quarters, so you die a lot, and they were like, well, this thing costs, like, $80 in 2019 money, so we... Uh, actually, no, it costs $80 in, like, 1992 money. It's probably, like, equivalent to, like, $150 or something now. Um, 
Like, they're spending so much to get this game. We gotta make it long enough for them. Yep. You remember... I, do you remember the rumors that would fly around about, like, being able to bring people back from the dead in Final Fantasy games? Mm-hmm. I, obviously the era stuff, but even before that, I remember distinctly going into school and talking to people about Final Fantasy IV, which was two at the time, uh, which we called bees at the time. <laughs> and, uh, because it was the fashion at the yeah. time. <laughs> Give me five bees for a quarter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, and there's a character called Leo who is a general in the bad guy army, and then he turns over to your side to help you in one fight and then dies. It's weird that they called the army that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a You giveaway. think most bad guys are like, yeah, they like think that they're righteous, but no. I mean, I will say in that game, Kefka repeatedly is like, hey, I am bad, and I hate everything, and I want to be the worst person. <laughs> uh, anyway, Leo joins you for one fight and then dies, and everyone I knew was like, but he's gotta come back. They wouldn't have put all that work into, like, making him <laughs> and making all of his moves and stuff if he wasn't gonna be in more of the game. But no, he's not. Yeah, they did that for you. Yeah. yeah. Put in all that effort for, for you to make you feel good. It's a hell of a lot of work for uh, what can best be described as a prank, I think. <laughs> maybe it's just somebody uh, else reskinned. Like, maybe it's someone else's stats and you just never noticed. No, but he had mm. very unique sword techniques. Hmm. I don't remember that. Okay. That's um, fun. Yeah, I mean, like, he was a good character, and he was extremely useful in that one fight, and I remember everyone being like, oh, this is gonna be great. Having this guy in my party is gonna be so useful. Nope. Yeah, there's a lot of fun yeah, pranks oh well. in these games. <laughs> uh, so I'm what's, seeing- your, what's your favorite prank in any <laughs> Final Fantasy game? <laughs> um, when you think you're not gonna be able to get the airship put back together, but then you do? That applies to a lot of games. Mm. Uh, yeah, and some guy, Sid, gives you all the parts for your airship. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I do, Does that narrow it down at all? <laughs> I do genuinely like the prank in Final Fantasy 1, when you go through the, the like, cave of trials with all of the hardest fights in the whole game, and every single step you take, another boss monster attacks you, and it takes, like, three hours to get through, and then you get to the end, and the guy's like, you've passed my test, you get the most valuable item in the whole world, and then he gives you a rat tail... <laughs> Yeah, that's good stuff. Pretty good, pretty good. Of course, that <laughs> rat tail ends up, you can trade it in for your class up, which we talked about earlier, which is the best part of the game, so that's not much of a prank. It seems mm-hmm. like one when you get it, though. Yeah. Because you don't know what's going on, because the internet doesn't exist. It's true. <laughs> yeah. The internet so, still doesn't exist to this day. <laughs> I'm seeing popular pages on the side, and they are Final Fantasy VII. Sephiroth, Monster Arena, and Tifa Lockhart. So I'm going to assume Sephiroth and Tifa Lockhart are only on the list because they're the most fuckable characters that people want to have sex with? Uh, no, I think it's just because the Final Fantasy VII trailer just came out. Oh, uh, maybe, like but why, also though. that brings up an excellent question, which is who's the most fuckable Final Fantasy character? Okay, Ooh. let me think. I've got to really think about this. Yeah. The thing is, characters. some of them are fuckable just because of how funny it would be. I'm thinking like spe- Kafka. <laughs> as a I'm, joke, as a prank. prank I'm sex. thinking specifically about the character of Snow from Final Fantasy XIII, who is just like Tony Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> Fantasy Tony Hawk. <laughs> I don't remember that one. I did not you get didn't play 13. Final Fantasy 13. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 
Uh, oh, God. Okay, hold on. Let's see. Um, I'm trying to find just the list of the characters. I guess category main characters. Yes. Uh, it's gotta be one of the villains, I'm saying. Sephiroth is good. Some of those Kefkas. Ooh, this is hard, though, because here's the thing. Um... Every main character is designed for teenagers to want to have sex with them. Yes. Vincent has big dick energy. I'm just throwing that out there. Remind me who's uh, Vincent. He's Vincent that, Valentine a, looks like a vampire. No. Yeah, he's, a, he's a Frankenstein vampire, and he's very sad about his dead family, but also he's this really not attractive. helping me at all. What he's he's he a try. He's from seven. seven. He has a red cape and a robot arm and a regular gun. Oh, like this a normal guy, yeah. gun. I don't like this uh, most of his face covered bullshit. That always uh, yeah, is a creepy he, vibe. He is a tryhard. He does not have big dick energy. You're wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, he's more like an incel, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so exactly the opposite. Of yeah, he, he has a, he has he has a MySpace with Johnny the Homicidal Maniac clip art on it. <laughs> yes. Oh now, wait, lightning, okay, hold on. That's someone, lightning is someone with big dick energy. Hold Look on, at her. Because in this main character's list, one of the characters is Chocobo. Ooh. Is it okay, fat so Chocobo because <laughs> no. I think it's from the Chocobo Dungeon series. Yeah. Hmm. And Bo- Boko from Final Fantasy VIII is here, though. Yeah. If you're going to put forth any guesses for who the sexiest person is, because there is a correct answer, I guess is what it's, I'm saying. It's, yep. it's Bart. It's Bart's from you Five. To describe them better or give me a link, because I do not remember a lot of these characters. Uh, it's going to be Bart's Klauser from Five, who is a cross dressing pirate lady. Mm, that uh, is pretty good. Mm, no thanks. I mean, I do. I like the androgyny for sure. Mm. I guess. Um, is this boring? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> uh, I could be wrong, and I'm going to correct myself, but I think that uh, this game is such that uh, Bart's is presented in Japan as a transgender man and presented in, like, fan translations or, like, later American translations as a cross-dressing woman. So, it's hard uh, to say correction though, there. It's hard to say because there's there's a scene at early in the game when Bart's passes out drunk on the floor and is covered up by a sheet, and then your main character goes and, like, lifts up the sheet to try to take Bart up to the bedroom, and then looks and is surprised, and then has, like, a little sweat drop, and then runs out of the room. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that the implication is, like, there is no ambiguity that Bart's is supposed to be a man, but uh, does not have the parts that the main character expected. Um, Maybe, because the although, article the article uses male pronouns, yeah, the whole time, which say, I found surprising. Because in my memory, it was supposed to be like uh, a character who's pretending to be a boy so to be a pirate, but that doesn't seem to be the case. Well, in, according to the fans, he is he is the lost princess of a of a country where another of your characters is the now heir to the throne princess. Mm. And so they're sisters, but she, but she, the other character, doesn't know Bart's is her sister because she assumes Bart's is a man because he dresses as a man and acts as, like a man and tells everyone he's a man. And at the end of the game, Bart's just continues to live as a man on this pirate ship, right? I believe so, yeah. Mm, I don't remember this okay. very well. Let's not get into it, because I'm bored. <laughs> I'm bored with anyway, it. Anyway, <laughs> uh... 
Boko, that's my pick. Yeah, I Boko. really want to fuck that dumb cat from <laughs> Seven. No, it's obviously lightning. She has a big sword and pink hair. Like, why is that the thing that is attractive to you? Uh, is it the pink? I hair? don't know. I think it's the big sword. <laughs> <laughs> big sword. She's also. She's got a cape in a sci-fi setting, and that's fun. Yeah, that helps. It's weird how Final Fantasy transitioned from, like, the highest of fantasy to extremely sci-fi. Uh, I feel like a lot of things do that, don't they? They they started to make that shift with, like, 6 is very steampunk, but then 7 is just fully cyberpunk. Like, there's magic, but there's no other fantasy elements. See, I would say 7 is steam... Oh, no, yeah, you're right. Sorry, 6 is steampunk, 7 is cyberpunk. Yes, you're right. Yeah, like, 6 is still a medieval fantasy setting. There's just, like, big, clunky, like, smoke-spewing robots. Yes. But uh, 7, for sure, everyone is in, like, sleek leather and Matrix sunglasses. Yeah, and gun (laughs) arms. Yeah, they all have gun arms and... Oh, no, I don't like that this lightning character has the Lara Croft uh, short shorts, but then a leg bag that's, like, strapped to her thigh. I don't like that. Fuck you. Nobody does that. Leg bag is a great insult. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like it. No! What is the name of the guy with the gun arm in Final Fantasy VII? Uh, Barrett? I'm getting really thrown off because I'm looking at the list of protagonists, and I also thought his name started with a B, but he's not on the list. I'm looking it up. Barrett Wallace? Yeah, I think it's Barrett. Why is this guy on the list of main characters for this game? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That is weird. Anyway, he's the most fuckable (laughs) final answer. (laughs) No question. He's a great dad. He's big and muscular. And he's mm-hmm. got a sense of humor, 100% Barrett, final answer. <laughs> that gun arm right in your butt. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he can attach other things to that arm. Ooh. <laughs> we see it happen. Oh, I hate this. I also hate this uh, picture of it, which is very bad. bad. <laughs> yep. Um, how many of the Final Fantasy characters are actual children? Uh, Too many. At least, at least one per game, I believe. Okay, is Zidane a child? Uh, 16, yeah, he's Who? a child. Zidane? Uh, mm, I don't know that he's a child, I mean... Yuna, is Yuna a child? No. Doesn't say. Uh, 17 in, in 10, See, 19 in... Every character... 19 in 10, too. Looks like they're 16 years old, but then they're supposed to be either 9 or 60, and it doesn't matter for how they look. Every character looks like they're designed for a 25-year-old to cosplay as, but they're all actually 14. Yes. The thing that really throws me off about it is that they they feel, they act like a normal age for somebody to be uh, extremely nude and horny is 15, and that's just not okay. (laughs) Yeah. What about, okay, what about, uh, Vaughn from, uh, Final Fantasy XII? Like, he's, did they go too far with him? Did they make him- Because he's too much of a twink? (laughs) 
Yeah, they like went too hard in the direct. They were like, "What if Titus, but way more?" Okay, I'm trying to do the autofill for the search on this page. How would you possibly spell it? V a a m. Okay, yeah. there we go. That's why I'm not finding it. Jesus, like it's definitely like. I mean, oh this, my god! This vest yeah, is right? made out of like a single stra- string of crepe paper. <laughs> he looks like he's from the. He looks like Luke Skywalker from the porn parody. Star Wars. Yeah. So he's he looks wearing like the splash pants for some kind of gay dating website. <laughs> so he's wearing the bottom half of a suit of armor, like fully yes. uh-huh. like armor legs, and then he's got like some kind of red obi belt, and then it looks like he's got pieces of metal stuck to his chest with like boob tape. <laughs> yep. He's some kind of steampunk twinkle Aladdin. I hate him. <laughs> oh man. I should play this game though, right? Because people said it was pretty good. Uh, it's not one of my favorites, but I understand why people liked it. Yeah. Mm. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, it depends on when I next have 100 hours to yes. pour into anime. <laughs> I mean, I will say that you like Crunch, and it's probably the crunchiest of the Final Fantasy games. Yeah, I just want gameplay in a game. There's Is that a so lot much to that. ask for? Yeah, that's what I like mostly. Yeah. So you might like it. It's got it's got Maybe. a lot more action than than the other ones because it's not menu based combat. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, I probably will never play fifteen though, even though it looks cool. Uh, I yeah. want to just read one incredibly stupid sentence from Yvonne's page, if I may. Yes. Yes, please. Due to his homeland's hot climate, he wears a loose cropped open metal vest fastened with a pendant. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, like you do when it's hot, you keep your metal vest open. Yep. What the fuck? I, I love that they tried to scale it back for the next one where there was a boy. They're like, all right, we went too far with Vaughn. And then they made Noctis from Final Fantasy XV, and he just looks like he's going to a heavy metal concert. He doesn't look like a Final Fantasy character at all. It's so odd to me that the way that... I, I feel like the early Final Fantasy games, the way character design worked was, okay, we need a wizard. Um, make him look like a wizard, I guess. And yeah, then now, big pointy hat and maybe a wand yeah, wizard. Yeah. And now it's like, okay, we need somebody who is a prince but sad about it, and he really, really wants to find his true love, but also he's very into, like, driving a hot rod car. Mm-hmm. Uh, cover him in zippers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can, yeah, can this, every character be wearing board shorts, please? <laughs> yes. <laughs> this just looks like my friend Judd from when he was 20 years old. <laughs> yes. Um, all of the characters in Final Fantasy XV are indistinguishable from one another, and that is why I could not play that game. I, like a person a big swoopy. every other Final Fantasy game multiple times, could not get through even the first half of Final Fantasy XV. Yeah. Who are the other guys? Who cares? Prompto, that's one of them. I see. <laughs> that's the worst name. I know, I've heard it before, but every time it's a surprise. I I see Prompto a lot because <laughs> I. Prompto. Uh, that's the one that uh, Taylor Smurl likes to cosplay as, and I, don't I care have about a, what a couple teens other. Do. Couple what? I don't care that's, about teens. Do that's not one of the teens. Yeah, she's like twenty eight. I don't care what she does or, either. No, I think she's in her thirties now. I don't care now. what anyone does. <laughs> yeah, fuck you guys. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I thought maybe you followed her on Instagram or something. No, um, they all seem like um, garbage people. Should I say that on the podcast? Probably not. Huh? The no. Smurls? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they're fine. They seem nice. <laughs> Back, pull out, pull up. Okay, I said that as a parody, and it's legally non-binding. <laughs> it's fair use. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, Prompto is blonde, but his outfit is the same. Uh, he's blonde and sleeveless, but otherwise same outfit. Uh, Gladiolus is another one. (laughs) Where do we describe what anime teens wear? Yes. Hold on, who has the worst name, though? Is it Ignis, Prompto, Noctis, or Gladiolus? Uh, Prompto, easily. Gladiolus, for sure. That's a real name, I I think it's a toss-up between Gladiolus and Prompto. Although, looking at Gladiolus, he does look like if someone in the real world looked like this, his name would be Gladiolus. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but I'm sure it's a burn. It's the best you could hope for, huh? Yeah. Listen, I've seen a lot of weird stuff since moving to Astoria. I didn't realize how much of a Greek neighborhood it was. <laughs> Alright, well thanks everyone for listening to the show If you liked it, please rate and review us on iTunes And uh, please tell your friends about it That's the best way we can grow It's very helpful to us If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us Seeingreddit at gmail.com You can also find us on Twitter At HackTheNetPod um, And if you want to find me, I'm on Mastodon At MattHeron at Mastodon.cloud I'm also on Mastodon. You can find me coolmemes.biz slash at Jeff. You can also go to patreon.com slash JeffJK. Dollar a month gets you a bunch of stuff. You can go to weaponizedlanguage.com and listen to my other show, Creepypodsta. Um, what else? Oh, Snapchat and Instagram, JeffJK on both of those. If you DM us on any of our platforms, we'll give you an invite to the Discord. Uh, where you can talk about this show, and if you say the exact wrong phrase uh, and direct it at Matt, he will make a custom yell at you. It's true. I will yell at (laughs) you on this podcast. That is my promise to you. (laughs) Do they have to figure Uh, out the phrase that pays for that to happen? Uh, Yeah, they have to be like... It's a a pass phrase that changes every day. They need to sneak into the the commissary and poison a guard to torture him into telling them what the pass phrase is. I will give you a clue. It always starts with, uh, well, actually, Matt. Yep. (laughs) Okay, yeah, fair. Are we done fucking around? You mentioned this on the podcast, but... (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure a million people have told you already, but... Uh, one, I promise you that you're the first one because nobody listens to this show. Correct. Two, uh, thank you for couching your corrections in a million, uh, a million levels of apology. I appreciate you defending me like this, but you're speaking to literally no one. No one has ever said that to me. <laughs> Can I tell you how much a thrill of fear goes up my spine when I hear the phrase, hey, you said this on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> that's always a problem. <laughs> yeah. That has happened to me many times. The thing is, you could say, hey, you said this on the podcast, but is it true that you actually do support Stalinism? And I'd be like, fuck, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not 100% sure on what that means or if I said it or not. Yeah. yeah I, f- I feel like Lenin was a more effective leader. Yeah. He decriminalized homosexuality, whereas Stalin that outlawed not, it afterward. Good, yep. <sighs> yeah. Now well. are we done fucking around? Yes. I'm the history okay. teacher. No, I'm sorry. You. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Mastodon, Louisa, at Mastodon.xyz. Thank you. Be my friend. Fuck you. All right. So thanks, you guys. Uh, I'm sorry we talked so much about Final Fantasy in this one. I hope that you I'm, guys like it as much as some of us. Title, it's the title of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you liked us, please come back next time. But in the meantime, please don't forget about us, your net nannies. Delete your account, you spoony bards. <laughs> Get ready for jazz! <laughs> <laughs>